try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. With your host, Conan Neutron. Broadcasting from a secret underground lair in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock about music, rock and roll, and poker power. The thing is, though, if you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree to shop in Naples. Confidence, the hero or fool, I wasn't exactly certain which. Could not be more professional. That's like a science thing, right? Indeed, indeed, indeed. It is a science thing. It is a science place. It is a scientific fact that we are all up in your faces. It is time for the one, the only... Protonic reversal. Welcome to it. Sunday stay-at-home edition of Protonic Reversal. Today's a very special episode. We have none other than Katie Jane Garside from Daisy Chainsaw, Queen Adrena, Ruby Throat... And now, Liar Flower. Very excited for this. Very, very excited. I've been a big fan for a very long time. And I'm super glad that we're going to have, get to have this discussion. So, we're going to be speaking to her shortly. Uh, thanks, everyone, for the feedback on all the recent episodes. Always appreciated. Catching up on the archives. Uh, if you are wanting to get an episode and you don't see it in the free feed chances are we haven't gotten to it yet so the deal is with that is that uh you basically have to wait uh but a dollar a month for the patreon will get you there immediately i'm i'm trying to catch up (laughs) that's what it comes down to i'm trying to catch up on the free feed it's probably going to be about one episode every day for a while now, just so we can we can kind of get there. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's that's what that's all about. This is Daisy Chainsaw. Then we'll play a Lara Flower song immediately afterwards. Thank you. Yeah. 
Flower. Uh, My Brain is Lit Like an Airport is the name of that tune. And with us on the line right now is none other than Katie Jane Garside. Katie Jane, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm happy to hear your voice. It's a, it's a wonderful record. I've been listening to it all week, and it's it's very, very cool. I I'm, I'm, was surprised in a pleasant way, whereas most surprises tend to be very unpleasant <laughs> to have it come over the transom for me. Uh, I, I must confess, I was not, I, I am not familiar with Ruby Throat, so it, I was not aware in any way, shape, or form, but I know you from Daisy Chainsaw, from Queen Adrena. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a really cool, really vital record that doesn't require knowing any of that stuff. Uh, I, I, I wonder if you wouldn't mind just telling me how it came to pass. Well, thank you. First of all, that's very, very, very sweet of you, and I really do appreciate your kind words about that, about it. Um, how did it come to pass? Well, um... Uh, let's see. Um, well, it's it can be a long story or it can be um, a short story. I th- how does any of it come to pass, I suppose? Sure. Um, <laughs> In the greater scheme yeah. of things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How does any of it come to pass? I mean, we find ourselves here. And, you know, actually, maybe that's all that needs to be said. I, I'll try and uh, elaborate just for, because, uh, you know, we like to sort of color in the pictures a bit, don't we? But um, we, um, we lived on a boat uh, for four years and uh, stayed around the world with um, our little girl. And in that time, we made uh, a quiet record. And uh, and then when we got back to land, um, we had, uh, you know, we could plug in. We, we uh, could uh, use amplification again. Yeah, you could get loud um, because there's actually electricity and <laughs> space yeah. and whatnot, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's very limited space, but we do have, uh, you know, we have electricity and amplifiers. So that's, um, we, you know, I hadn't made made any noise for a long time since I left Queen Adrena. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd sort of was, I'd, you know, I'd had... Uh, I I I I had just just enough of that the, the noise. I'd had enough of the noise and the noise, and uh, this um, it just you know it's like probably I don't know nine nine years later or something. Maybe it's a little less than that. I just was a I just you know we both knew Chris and I both knew that we were going to make some noise, and. Uh, so you know, just let the let open the gates and uh, and uh, you know, uh, you know, it's very much written uh, by stream of consciousness, meditation, improvisation. Uh, that song you just played, "My Brain Is Lit Like an Airport." That is a that's an improvisation where I'm improvising with stream of consciousness oh, cool. lyrics. Okay. I have laid out around me and really the whole we did as much as that as we could on this record really to keep ourselves out of the way as much as we could that was you know I know that from many years and many years of writing 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 um that that's 
the closer, the more you can get yourself out the way, um, the more likely you, the better chance you have of doing something uh, that's um, not messed around with by mm. me and my history and my, you know, preconditions and all that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, so it's a great exercise in getting ourselves out the way. Uh, and that's that's how it, that's how it just took fourteen months, and uh, that's yeah, that's how it came to be. So the yeah, and it, it's very interesting that it seems like I said, there's vitality to it, but it definitely. And now having familiarized myself with some of the ruby throat stuff, I can kind of see the through line through it. But it does have, it does seem like there's some degree of joy with the uh, <laughs> with the catharsis. <laughs> I I I agree with you. I actually I I agree with you, and uh, and I'm I'm you know I'm 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 glad, I'm happy to be able to say that or be able to see that myself because I I I don't look back um, as a matter of course and but because we've I've been do, doing a bit of talking about this record and because I've you know done so many different projects over the years pe- people are asking me to look back and I did look back and and um, I felt that, that there's a real uh, there's just so much pain and so much of the music I've made yeah. in the past and I, I wasn't I wasn't very I wasn't you know I wasn't too too uh, thrilled to reflect on that quite honestly uh, so I am glad to be able to say that here now here right here there is yeah there is there is joy and that's uh, yeah that, that, that's uh, gratifying I'm extremely privileged to be able to say that well and it's it's something that I would imagine being relatively itinerant for some amount of time has to inform one's creativity as well. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's not something that most folks can say that, you know, they tooled around in a boat for some time <laughs> before yeah. writing a record, right? Uh, yeah. Did you find that to be overall an enjoyable experience? Was that something where it was not quite what you uh, thought it was going to be uh, it's yeah. all it's all of it it's everything because it is it's as it can you know it's death of de- death facing terror to uh to see you know the utter re- release and relief of a sunrise and and everything in be- and and huge amounts of boredom in between as well because you've got right. sort of an endless stretches of um of uh, of the view with uh, nothing appreciably changing on it, nothing, just an empty, literally an empty, an empty space that has no no reference points. You know, there's nothing to say what year it is, what part of the world it is. Uh, you you know, you're, you're actually in a timeless space, and there's there's a real profound uh, beauty to that. But there's also profound terror and boredom involved in that as well um yes so uh yeah the itinerant yes to travel is yes we you know we managed after a dramatic event a family event uh we uh we just went okay we're going and and uh I, I lived on a boat when I was a kid, and so I've, I've okay. done all this. It's the second time round for me, and Chris is from Hawaii and sailed small boats his whole life. Um, okay. And so we 
we yeah. were able to make that happen. So there's a bit of familiarity there with it, but still by the same token and, and by extension, I mean, you're on something where their danger is, is somewhat ubiquitous. And I suppose you could say that about a lot of things in life, right? That there's a lot of danger mm. just in, in life around you, but to, to be out at sea like that is, is it, it changes scope and scale. Like it's different from, you know, being on tour <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, I I was, I had to think about this the other day, but I found being on tour infinitely more terrifying, particularly when (laughs) I was committed to being on tour and I wasn't, you know, I was, I was kind of, I'd I'd already left the building and driving over bridges became a real problem, you know, so, so actually, but, but you're right, um, yeah, you, you, being that, um, Elemental that up that up close to the elements very much uh, keeps everything the right things in perspective, and it can also you know you can you can also run away with it as well. And uh, I you know I did I did uh, get feel a real sense of exposure, particularly with a baby because uh, she was one when we left, and to sort of cross oceans with a one and a half year old. It's, it's yeah, it's. Uh, that there is a real sense of exposure. Yeah, um, because it's not just your life in question. It's, it's yeah, the life of a, yeah. a little one that you're meant to be protecting. And it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I basically, she, she was strapped to me literally for about four years. <laughs> <laughs> Her legs were dragging on the ground. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so, yeah. so when you were putting together the songs... Uh, for this was the was the process on it very different from what you did with the ruby throat stuff was it something where it kind of came out once that it uh i think it it, uh yeah i think i said it's 14 months um i was just talking with chris about this it's funny because it's quite uh i think everything we i think yeah everything we wrote bar two two songs okay went on the record but you know, as I said, we were trying. We were very much doing it uh, through improvisation and just scrapbooking and just chucking anything out. And actually, ended up using all of it. So um, some of some of it's, uh, you know, it's just uh, just grabbing. You know, Chris, Chris just setting up a drum loop, uh, you know, and then improvising with the guitars. Uh, and yeah. Um, Sorry, I've lost my train of thought there. <laughs> That's fine. That, it happens to me more often than I'd like to admit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it happens to me very much. <laughs> Generally yeah, with me, I'll no, just yeah. keep talking and eventually I'll find it, but maybe that's my privilege. I don't know. Nah. No, no. No, I don't find it. <laughs> just be like, what was it? What, where, 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 how did this sentence start? I don't even remember. <laughs> like that, that, uh, that movie Memento or something. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that one actually. Oh yes, no, yes, 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 yes. I don't know, but I do remember. Yeah, the tattoos. I do. I have to do that. I, I literally do. You know, I've made it. Made it. I, I really do not look back. But I have to. I do have to notate. I have to write anything if it's gonna. Yeah, I've got a list right on my lap right now. Just you know, just to. Yeah. Artificial <laughs> memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 nice to. I mean, if I I definitely have a thing that if I don't write something down, it's uh, chances are yeah. it will be lost to the ether nearly immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm not proud of that, but yeah, 
I, I apparently have too much room in my memory for banal minutiae that I can't get, uh, you know, actual <laughs> workable <laughs> items to the forefront. Yes, I know it well. Uh, so the so the most of the songs are are improvised, right? Well, uh, my brain is lit like an airport is, and Mud Stars is like about a third um, of it, maybe, or like I mean, it, it, and the reason why I'm asking is because yeah, about a third of it, probably. Yeah. Do Do you feel that there's not? Do you feel that there's a different different emotional attachment, or that it hits differently when doing something if it's more ephemeral and in the moment rather than something that's more practiced and uh, composed? Yeah, yeah, I, that's. Um, yeah, that's sort of you know that's a life journey for me is to try and get the to get it in in as it as it as it arrives because uh, um, I think the process of uh, refinement and uh, and um, it, uh, I'm looking for another word that I can't find but um, <laughs> uh, it, it's it kind of, you know it's so easy to kill it dead it doesn't always kill it dead but it, it and also what I find um, is my literally the the if I'm if I'm consciously singing I really don't like what comes out of my mouth mm. Um, I don't like. I can hear all the all the all the all the cables and the gears and everything. You know, I can hear myself trying to. Uh, I can hear myself trying to get approval and please and all that kind. You know, all the that's what I mean. All the cogs of the brain are just so engaged. So I, I really, I have to do everything I can to leave the room, and that's that really is. You know, you know. I, it probably at one point would have involved some wine, but at this point, it does not. It, <laughs> right? It, it, yeah, it, certainly it not really, if you have a little one strapped to you. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, Figuratively, I if not literally. For five years. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's, yes, yes, that's, yes, yes. No, no. Um, yeah. So it is. It's all about uh, getting the thing that knows I'm me out of the way, and uh, going to the. You know the. The uh, meless place uh, where where I where I'm not conscious of me, and that's uh, that's uh, that's the that's the place of music, really. Um, otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, it's uh, you know, it's um, it's uh, what do you call uh, a reenactment in a sense? Sure. Uh, well, and, yeah. and it, it almost seems like. Uh, and that's that's not unique to you as well. That it almost requires no. an, an annihilation of self yeah. <laughs> to be yeah. able to tap into the good stuff, right? And yeah, 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 uh, and it, yeah, vi- vitally so. And you're, you're right. It's it's that uh, all of us talk about the same thing ultimately. Yeah. So yeah, and and when I think of the Lair Flower record, one of the things I've used to mention to folks was that there's a slight Captain Beefheart vibe, but I don't mean that in the way that people normally mention Captain Beefheart, which is usually just you know, I mean in terms of just they're very they're very catchy songs, but they're very uh, the 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 structure and and the places they go are very uh, not necessarily extemporaneous, but they're very unpredictable, and that makes for an interesting listen. But it also struck me that. There's not a lot of bands that necessarily do that. Like, when you were making this, was it just a pure act of creation? Did you have anything in mind that you wanted these songs to do, other than maybe be a little rowdier than the? Uh, than, than the yeah, I'm gonna stuff? be. I'm gonna be such a boring interview. 
because I, I could, yeah, I'll just repeat myself. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, just, you know, just have to get myself out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that literally is it. It's, we knew we were going to make it. We knew we were going to plug in. We knew we were yeah. going to make some noise. And we knew we hadn't done it for a long time. And we knew, we know we've played with each other for over, over 10 years, possibly 15, I can't remember. Um, and so we know we've got, we know, we know us, you, you know, we know. Yeah. And, um, and I also know that if you improvise for an hour and a half, that somewhere in that, it's going to, something is going to, uh, I was going to. I was going to use the word co- coalesce, or, or there's a, a cohesion. A, co- yeah. a cohesion is going to happen somewhere in that hour and a half, and you know, you know, and and then then it's down to the edit, you know, of finding that, of finding, of finding that thing. So it is, it is, it is. Uh, there's no. Uh, there was no. We will do this, and we want this result. It was just that we had, we know this, we know how to do this, we know how to to enable a, a place to go, um, and uh, and that's what we did. And as I said, you know, a lot of it was scrap scrapbooky. It was sort of like, oh, we'll just try working, or he'd uh, Chris would come get uh, a groove up and be like yeah okay let's just we just improvise on that and and yeah uh, you know um i'm not saying it doesn't it didn't happen particularly quickly um actually the recording did happen quickly then re- finishing finishing things took longer because chris did you know painstakingly overdub different things once we got the once we got the improvisation down uh so that that bit and the mixing and all that stuff that took more time absolutely so the and the final the final result like i said it's very interesting and it's something that i don't feel like you need any context for anything that came before to enjoy it is it something where especially i know you don't typically you not someone that talks to the press, you know, air quotes, uh, that much. <laughs> and, and you mentioned that, you know, there, there's some, there's some painful moments, uh, in your musical past. Is it been, how's it been with getting into that kind of stuff? Like, it, and the reason why I ask is because there's a band like Daisy Chainsaw, like people still listen to it and discover it to this day and, and find it inspirational, but it's not necessarily the happiest time for you yeah um that's it's so long ago now right um, it, i mean it <laughs> like really centuries is. ago it seems like at this point right? it but. is it is it's so long ago um and you know the old thing i do think the present does inform the past i i can i can look back on that um Quite fondly, actually, it was very, it was very pure. The motivation in that band, and it's and so young, you know, really kids, you know. Um, so, yeah. um, and 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 so much, uh, um, you know, that's that thing of that age, of, uh, sort of almost think. I don't know, just so much sort of. Uh, uh, I was going to say belief, but but it it, it isn't belief. It, it's uh, it's more like velocity. You know, you mm, have this mm. 
just um, some yeah, just a real real energy. I think just something really, really. Uh, yeah, there was because there wasn't a whole lot of self belief, but there was just so much velocity. There was like so much. So I can look back that on you know fondly and yeah I got to the point where I was I didn't want to do another world tour and shave my head and uh, right. you know and eventually uh, let you know uh, remove myself um, and uh, went off and lived in the Lake District for a while which is a beautiful place of rolling hills and and uh, oh well of small small mountains actually and, and um, but yeah I do look back on that that whole time was just so so uh, rich, and uh, there's so much good good. There's so much good music happening, and incredible people around. Um, so that yeah, it was, I, I'm glad I was sort of part of that whole that whole early '90s time. It was really um, yeah. I'm glad I was there. It's interesting to me that also, uh, and because the songs resonate with people because they're they're good songs that I, you wouldn't necessarily be able to predict resonance, but I find that I will run into bands today that will cite that record as an influence or that in, in the... In, in What's the Daisy Chainsaw record, 11 Teen? Correct. And yeah. uh, especially with lady front people uh right meaning uh you know just powerful women singers that uh look to that band as inspiration that we're completely divorced from the context of the time mm-hmm. and just taking the, the music on face value and i mean i guess that's more of a statement than a question right but <laughs> but it's something where there has been resonance with with you and and what you've done that has been massively inspirational for folks across the world even now and <sighs> it's something that i'm not sure if anyone's adequately communicated their thanks <laughs> to you for that wow. and for what you've done because it's it's a big deal wow these are <laughs> well it's lucky for me isn't it that i don't look back um uh uh, well, that's um, high praise indeed, and um, I'm not really sure what to do with it. No, no, honestly. that's fine. You don't need to do anything. <laughs> you can ignore it. It's, it's, it's not, I just felt like I wanted to get that out there. That's very, really very, yeah, okay, thank you. Um, but quite uncomfortable, and um, I don't know, yeah, um, yeah. You know, um, but you can you can listen back like you can you can understand it as music and as the experience of youth now rather than it being something that is tied up with yeah. more traumatic experiences. Yeah, you know, I don't really, I don't look back on that as traumatic. I, uh, Queen Adrena definitely was uh, rolling around in in the, in the mud, um, but uh, Daisy Chainsaw, n- n- no, there's a there's a, a, a lightness Good. to that 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 um explosion actually and um yeah i'll i'll be ever ever sort of grateful for that uh yeah 
Yeah, but that's yeah. Thanks for saying those things. Yeah, um, no, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not here to get on a soapbox and filibuster necessarily. Yeah, but I feel like no, it's worth, no, it's worth no. mentioning. I mean, it's <laughs> you've been out and you've been out to sea. You know, I don't necessarily yeah, know if this stuff gets yeah, out yeah. to you. I've been, in a I've been out to sea for a long time, and and um, you know, really, that's what's kind of interesting with this this record that we've done is, um, albeit. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm talking to you. No, no, no one's, <laughs> no one. You said that I, you know, I don't talk to the press. Well, quite, quite frankly, the press doesn't talk to me. <laughs> well, I'm overjoyed to have you on because I'm a big fan of your music, even though I missed a couple records. And like I said, didn't realize I'd missed Ruby Throat completely. But, you know, I played. Uh-huh. The nice thing about the Internet, I was able to catch up very quickly. Yes. And that is, it is. And that, that's, um, I'm not the only one to be able to say this, you know, it's revolutionized a lot of our lives and it certainly has done mine because we can, you know, run our tiny little record producing thing and um, and we do it all ourselves and uh, well, this one actually went out on One Little Indian because of the extenuating circumstances of this time. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, usually we just release them ourselves, and we're in a sense we're crowdfunded, and we couldn't obviously have ever thought of doing that um, on on uh, without the without the world wide web. Yeah, it's not exclusively used for uh, nonsense and and horrific things. It's everyone's going to use for something very nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you got to. That's where you have to have personal responsibility, isn't it? And just uh, go go digging around in the things that are good for you. Yeah, exactly. Pursue the things that that spark joy, oh, as they say. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, there. so you uh, speaking. I was wondering if you could speak a little bit to Ruby Throat as well, because uh, that's another uh, another band project that has a separate identity. Uh, that's also with Chris. Yeah. How do you? How, where's the dividing line between them? Other than the fact that you mentioned well, multiple times that you know this is you're getting loud with liar flower stuff, and that's obvious. But like, how did you? Yeah. How did you make the de- decision that? Oh no, this is a different. This is a different it's thing. Just- it just she, it just morphed into that, and uh, there was a thing we did we did a sort of introducing Ruby Throat record, which was with One Little Indian as well last year, and that was sort of bringing all the best bits of Ruby Throat mm-hmm. onto one record and trying to you know uh, give them give it to the world because our our, our um, the, uh, not many people here are records and um yeah i mean i'm a huge fan and i didn't know that they existed until like you know two weeks ago so <laughs> well yeah that so there you go <laughs> take, take it that what you will but my only excuse for that is it's a busy world and apologies it is a bit of course it's yeah it is a busy world and there is there's so much music out there isn't there and so much incredible music as well it's just it can be utterly you know overwhelming it's just like just so much music and so much everything you know um but within that there's always uh there's a place for you you know there is but you can find your audience so uh right to find how we found liar flower was at the end of uh making yeah, putting together that, um, introducing, I I sort of woke up in a cold sweat and went, ah, we've left, left off, you know, five most important songs. And uh, so I, I rang up One Little Indian and 
said, uh, you know, we, we've got to add these songs to it. And uh, uh, he, uh, Derek Burkett, agreed to putting a, sticking a CD EP on the back of the vinyl. And uh, that I called that Liar Flower, and I'd found Liar Flower in my writing book. And then that just became louder and louder and louder. And I said to Chris, I think we we got we've got to we got to do move into this into this now uh, for this for the new for the new for the you know for the plugged in and uh, and that and that and uh, yeah and that's that's what we did. And I just feel that uh, there's uh, the resonance of that name is 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 right for this time. And I do find that it's been happening to me through, you know, from, for my work, there's the, uh, you know, it can seem like madness to change your name all the time, but it just, they're just, um, you know, it's just a different, uh, I, I don't know. It's just a different window, uh, as you hurtle along on the train of life really. And, and, um, sometimes you just got to do it. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you think it's as much, having a you know a building <laughs> or house if you will that uh, that that houses these ideas and and these songs uh on its own or, or is it just kind of wanting to have its own identity that it's it's just doesn't it just doesn't feel like the same thing yeah 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 it is yeah it's once it's it named itself ultimately it you know it did arrive it arrived in a book uh through stream of consciousness and then it just became sort of louder and louder and louder and to you know people when when we were going to put this out on one little indian there was chat about well, why are you changing the name you know yeah um, and you <laughs> <Which can go. laughs> pr people hate that <laughs> but, and i get it of course i get it it affects everything you know all yeah. the little toe holes you have um and uh but but it's but it's right it's the right thing to do and that's just the way it is you know um and on we go. Otherwise, you're sort of, you know, and you've got the wrong, you've you got the wrong, you've got the wrong coat on. Or I, I don't know. I'd probably find a better analogy than that. But that's fine. Uh, Coat's code, fine. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. So the when you first started working with with Chris, and now there's a rumor. I, I don't know if this is true or not. But the rumor is that it was it was a busking situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. I found him on London Underground, uh, and you know the tunnel. I don't know if you've been on the London Underground, but I'm, I'm familiar. The, yeah, I, the reverb in the tunnels is really beautiful, so it does make a really good place for playing music. And I heard him one day. I, it was it was a crazy day, and uh, I've been you know uh, um, absolutely on the floor asking the universe for an intervention with everything that I had and uh, I had to cross London to it's a uh, I, I, should, I probably don't need to give you the reason why <laughs> but I had to cross London and I just I heard the music coming down the tunnels and um, and I was late for where I was going and I was running down the tunnels and I couldn't find him and I didn't find him and then a couple of years a couple of a couple actually I've messed up the timeline I did find him it was a couple of weeks earlier that I didn't find him I did find him on that day um and uh, I just went and uh said hey you know I'm, I'm a singer I'd love to sing with you and got his phone number and uh and we 
and uh, it turned out he lived around the corner from me. So we, we started out a couple of days later, and um, and I was still in Queen Adrena. I was going to say there so. was some overlap with the very end yeah. of Queen Adrena, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, actually, it went on a while. I think there was a couple a couple more years, maybe three three more years. I did. We did do a Ruby Throat record, and I, you know, I felt it was funny that doing that. I just felt, uh, you know, as, as if I was having an affair. To like, <laughs> it did. It was. Right, it was right. So, no, I, I get it. Ah, <laughs> oh, the, the times in the studio was just so painful. Uh, to, to make the Ruby Throat record, I just felt so. I, I don't know. So as if I, you know, I was wrecking everyone's lives um which of course i wasn't but you know these things seem so sort of important and self-important at the time um yeah but uh, yeah so that's how we did it and uh and then quite a long time later probably five years in was when we decided we would get together and be be together but we were making music for about five years and i did i you know extricated myself from um queen adrena within that time as well well and and was that amicable was that something that was there oh it all went to complete uh you know complete sort of mud bath uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) no no, it was was terrible it was heartbreaking you know everyone's you know we're all at that point everyone's so codependent and oh it's just uh and so um, entangled and enmeshed and all all that and you know it's a there was such a huge investment in that you know 10 years or nine years and 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 those things they 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 can uh, take you know it takes on a sort of momentum and a life of its own and uh within that one particularly that i really did lose my any i i i i've never re- i've really never really invested in sense of self but any that i had i really mm. did lose within that and uh um it, it that became yeah very yeah it was, it was and it was so um you know started out with these corrupt little four track recordings and it just became which i loved uh, that crispin and i managed to sort of do together without uh killing each other and i love those four track <laughs> recordings <laughs> yeah and and then it gradually i just lo- lost those four track recordings and it just became uh, you know a just a behemoth and and uh and i all i could do was kind of mirror that behemoth and so i just became a sort of very um ripped torn manifestation and, and uh i i i you know i i'm i've i've had my uh, uh yeah yeah that that was yeah yeah. So anyway. <laughs> so did, did you? F- <laughs> that was yeah. Really well, fun. No, I think that, I, I get what you're going with it. And, and, and if, did you feel that you almost had to sublimate yourself into the identity uh, of the band uh, as the overall yeah. unit? Yeah. Yeah. That can be a yeah, lot. Yeah. 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 And when you know, um, again, talking about the investment, when you sort of give so much of your time and you're on your second band or third band whatever band it is and people 
want it uh, or some people want it and and you got no money all those things you know? <laughs> it all gets very confusing of like how do you it, uh, and and in the end that becomes what the whole thing is about it yeah. becomes that the whole thing is a manifestation of that conflict um and yet that people are turning up and crying you know and so it's just like uh, yeah but yeah um so that was yeah that was a that was a sounds like a mixed that, bag uh, yeah, situation, yeah, which I guess most bands are. But I mean, did you? Yeah, was, they are. Was the process for writing songs with that band uh, with with Crispin was it much different than it was within Daisy Chainsaw? Like, what? I'm I, I'm just kind of I'm interested in. And I'm kind of pressing on that because I'm just interested in how those songs uh, came together. Well, J- Daisy Chainsaw was me without. Uh, I hadn't written a song, but when I came, when right. I came into Daisy Chainsaw. So Crispin wrote that material and I destroyed it. And that was basically, <laughs> that's how that, that was how that band worked. Yeah. yeah. Was, was that, your, was it your first, was it your first band? Was it your first like real band? Well, there's a, there was, there was, um, there was one before that, which is a very, this is an odd story. Um, when I, I, I was, I love odd stories, please. Lay it on okay. me. All right. Um, I, I, yes, I only just talked about this one. I've I only told one other person, so I'll tell you. Um, I, they, I, I made a tape when I was fifteen. I on a on a on a on a tape on a you know on a tape to tape box boom box thing um mm-hmm. when when they have two two cassette tapes and i had uh oh sure yeah yeah okay yeah stevie nicks singing um dreams with fleetwood mac in the te- in that tape and then in the other tape i recorded me singing with stevie uh, onto the tape uh, uh, so it was me singing along with stevie nicks and 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 sleep with Mac singing, singing dreams yeah and uh, my sister uh, uh, took it to school with her and she was at boarding school and she was playing it one day and uh, somebody came into the dormitory and it was um, and uh, it turned out it was a guy, a guy called Glenn Johns and (laughs) yes and he he asked uh you know who was who that was singing and so actually my sister said yeah it's my sister but actually it was me and Stevie um and uh he asked if I if uh I wanted to be in a band with his son Ethan so Ethan Ethan and I at sort of 15, 16, started messing around in in his dad's studio. And uh, I don't think either of us would care to call what we did a band. But, uh, <laughs> and, you know, and sure, I think, yeah. It, it, yeah. And, uh, oh man, if I could ever hear those recordings. But um, Baby pictures, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, so that was, and then we were, he and I were, you know, we were, we really were babies, but we were, I was going to quit my uh, scholarship for art school. And um, 
and we were going to go off to LA and go and do this music thing properly. And uh, but I, I, uh, you know, these things didn't work out quite as I planned. So um, I was suddenly high and dry at seventeen and uh, went to London and uh, and uh, uh, did tried to do jobs, lived in squats. And uh, had a had a sort of crazy time, but uh, I answered. Then I answered, and uh, uh, I answered some ads in the Mel- Melody Maker. I keep getting that story back to front. I did answer some ads in the Melody Maker, and uh, uh, but and uh, but for singers. But then one day I I answered one for Crispin. I was the first one to answer Crispin's ad. That, that's that. I met him, and then we began the Daisy Chainsaw thing. Do you remember anything about the ad? Like what caught your eye on it? I think it was just like a female singer wanted. It was. It, <laughs> it, it, was it was not elaborate. It was not because I I I found with and they, they almost are anachronistic, I guess, at this point because people find each other through social media. But yeah. I, yeah, I love every once in a while, you know, being at a, you know, a, you know, say a guitar center in, in the U.S. or something mm-hmm. along those lines, and you just see like one of the the pull tabs like the flyer with the pull tab you know and they have just yeah. 20 different yeah. bands listed and there's always like one yeah. or two where you're like huh that one okay uh, <laughs> 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 i wish i could it must because knowing crispin and he's so so absolutely defined in what he is yeah uh, there must have been influences written on that ad but i for the life of me don't didn't didn't them. wasn't what you wasn't what the no. focus was on huh no, and I, you know, I, I, I met him, and I, I think I, I was, I found him, I found him to be. Uh, it was, you know, it was certainly, it wasn't. It, I found him really strange, and he, and he, he just was quite. He pursued me, you know. So, um, and I couldn't, quite honestly. I apologize, Crispin, but I couldn't think of anything better to do at the time. And I thought, <laughs> I, I well, want... when you're talking about being a younger person, that's actually a pretty big motivating factor, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's, he, he was, he was persistent. He was persistent. And so I was like, yeah, okay. Well, no one else is knocking the door down. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, you know. It turned out all right. I mean, the- it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, we worked. We worked for it. You know, we worked really hard, but it did turn out all right. Yeah, it did. It did. So, did you find that? Was it comfortable when things started to scale up? And I'm talking about when you were, you know, going on tour and uh, you know playing all around. It, it seemed like there was a pretty. From the outside perspective, it seemed like a pretty quick scale up. I'm sure from the inside, it wasn't necessarily the case. But uh, no, it wasn't. We were, we were, you know, from when we were visible. I think we'd been in a rehearsal studio for two years at least. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. But you know, the first the first gig we ever did got reviewed in the Melody Maker because Crispin was at, um was it uh, he what he had some you know rubbish job with an with another with an aspiring journalist uh, who 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 got his first piece written in the melody maker which was reviewing our gig so it all daisy once daisy chainsaw was gigging invisible it all did seem to move you know it seemed to move along relatively swiftly actually yeah um 
um, sorry, I lost you. I lost my train of thought there. You did. Oh ask no, no, that, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So just yeah, from an outside perspective, it it seemed like there was a pretty big scale up, but that's just you're confirming with what I presume, which is the fact there was a lot of uh, of work before then. And then you were um, you did the the tour with uh, Mud Honey and, yeah. and Hole. I mean, were those, those are those are good experiences. Those were good tours. Oh, I, I just you know uh, I'm I'm a huge uh, Courtney Love fan, and sure. uh, yeah, that was that was um, I think you know I I honestly my memory is shot and I haven't bought it with me, <laughs> but I, I have snapshots and I do, you know, I've got a snapshot of Courtney Love backstage. I think it's in, uh, in our big shared dressing room somewhere up in, in, uh, in Glasgow. I think I, there's no good story or anything. It's just, I can just see her and I always just seem to remember things in kind of pictures like that. Yeah. Um, and just seeing her on stage standing, standing uh, in front of the stage on the right seeing her on stage in Wales somewhere and just how what what an extraordinary atmosphere and force of nature that woman is um yeah uh utterly utterly beguiling and so very very clever as well very very bright person yeah, and and I sorry, I don't want I don't want to have too much of a focus on you know what would be ancient history for you, but you know I was a very big fan myself, even though I lived in a uh, you know very rural section of California, the Kansas of California. I'm fond of calling it, <laughs> which is somewhat like being in the Shire and the in the Hobbit, while all of this stuff yeah. happens very very far away. Yeah, and, and I'm very fascinated by it because it just as I as I mentioned, Daisy Chance, uh, you know, I, I feel like has left a bigger mark than maybe some uh, realize so it's that's a very iconic time and i just enjoy i, yeah. I enjoy hearing about it and it's it's i think others probably would yeah i wish well. i could give you more to be honest but i really just i crispin's crispin will remember stuff way better than i will if he's, he's memory, prepared yeah. to talk about <laughs> it yeah he ha- he's he obviously it's through his through his lens um but uh yeah he's his 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 are all a lot more intact than mine i think I, my sister's the same she doesn't remember anything i think it's i think it's just probably just <laughs> born that way <laughs> yeah. yeah well i, they, I mean yeah. they, they say you know i guess we'll just walk down the you know science sunday here uh but it, they they say that there are certain sections of the brain that are used for memory and certain sections of the brain that are uh, used for certain types of, of creativity and mm-hmm. you know one can be more pronounced than the other and sometimes at the expense they're, they're, that's ah, okay we'll go that. with that then <laughs> yeah say, even yeah. whether it's true or not it sounds fantastic and I'll, I'm, yeah. I'm willing yeah, yeah. to yeah yeah let's yeah, ride with that got, i got that <laughs> It's science. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when uh when <laughs> I say it so it's science, yeah. Uh, yeah. So when you're t- when you get back together with with Crispin and do Queen Adrena, it was a you did three records, right? I mean, it was a pretty good run of mm. a pretty good run of time. And you know, you you kind of painted a bit of a, a portrait for uh, for that as well, uh, but you know the, the, that band made some impact. Did you find it, you know, alternately stressful and 
enjoyable or was it you know more one more the same like how would you how would you sum up that if you were to do you know what they say uh exit interview (laughs) what would the exit interview be for uh, queen adrena well um okay you might have to explain exit interview but the word that comes to mind is is grueling really um yes uh but what is exit interview oh is that an american thing okay so what's meant to happen is that if you leave a job, like, you know, if you, you, you see, you know, you're a stock clerk or, uh, you know, an engineer or, or whatever, <laughs> and you're leaving a job for another one, the idea is whether it's honest interest or just a placebo effect, you sit down with somebody and talk about your experience working at that place, what you liked, didn't like, if you could see anything that would be needed an improvement, uh, so on and so on. Uh, it's somewhat perfunctory and the actual what do people do this do they actually do this they they do not and it it seems to be something that there's certain hallmarks that are looked for that it's it's used as a tool by very cynical people to uh, exploit their workers of course as almost Uh. anything but the idea is meant to be that you get more honest feedback by somebody that has nothing to lose that's already going out the door that's the idea okay That's an abstract. exit interview. Okay, well, that's very interesting. Yeah, no, I've never heard of that. Um, so, exit interview on Queen Adrena. Um, <laughs> well, uh, yes, I, I would say. Oh, I mean, it's, grueling you know, is pretty good. Like, if you wanted to stick yeah. with grueling, that's. <laughs> yeah, it was grueling. It was. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was. It was really grueling. It it, it was, and um, um, that word you used earlier on, self annihilating, as well. So, um, there's, you know, there was some bits like on one toe, on 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 the head of a pin, just sort of feeling, sort of exultant, mm-hmm. and that so it did. It did have that. Uh, tight tightrope um, uh, I was gonna say fearlessness but it wasn't really it was more 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 daring annihilation I think mm. Mm. Um, um, yes yeah, so it was uh, yeah I, I wish I could I wish I could be um, more positive about it Um but it, but I'd still go back to that, you know, that those four track recordings that we did, and that's that's it started out in this sort of great with this this sort of huge potential and great great hope on my part, and it just seemed to be a a sort of a a, a, a ritualistic dismantling of 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 a dream and an ideal i think so prior to that i'd really sort of wandered around in a in a in a i i began meditating when i was really young actually i began meditating when i was about 18 and i'd been i was really meditating and i was really i was into um sort of shamanic practice and uh and I, you know, I went on a very deep shamanic journey with that band. I really did go into the shadow, and um, and uh, 
and um, f- um, yeah, did a lot of trawling around in the dark, in the dark, um, in the murky stuff. And uh, you know, I'm, I can I can say that I'm you know I'm one of the fortunate ones. I you know I survived it, and I yeah. um, and I did and I did you know there was a it took a long time to sort of work my to sort of get to a um to sort of put all that stuff in to get it off me really it sort of clung to me for a long time after a long um but but i but i have and uh and i'm you know i'm incredibly grateful to everybody involved in that and uh love crispin dearly and um yeah it's um yeah, but I wouldn't want to do that again. I, I, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I wouldn't. I would not do that again. <laughs> yeah, it, it, well, it, based upon it sounds like the uh, the psychic cost for it is. Uh, it seems like yeah, that. it was high. Yeah, yeah, it was a high price. But but you know, it was yeah, and but that's again is that, that going back to I try not to get too boring here. No, Prior no, this, to that, this is I fascinating. Been, Are you kidding me? Go ahead, please. No, very very generous. Um, yeah, I'd been. You know, I was deeply into meditation and and uh, and I say it loosely because I can't make any claims, but shamanic practice and um, and dreaming and and uh, you know tra- traveling through dreams and all, all that and and uh, uh, Queen Adrena really sort of tro- drop kicked me against the wall and smashed me into reality into into uh, into the hard edges of life. And I think that's why it became so. I was so sort of. I was so raging about that. I was so angry about that. And that really was, really, that really became what that band was about. Was me being angry about right. it. Which, which is not. Yeah, not. <laughs> not that yeah. sustainable, really. If no, no, no. It. it isn't. Yeah, yeah. And you end up digesting yourself, you know. So it's because it's, uh, it's it's really uh, yeah. It, it's uh, it's like an uh, uh, was it aura or. Arabrus, Arabrus, the snake eating Ooh. itself. Wait, Arabrus. I think that's how you say it. Oh, there that. you go. That's that's. I'd lo- I'd love to know how to write. I don't know that word, but I'd like it's, to know how to write. It's incredibly difficult to spell. It's <laughs> but I think you're. At, but you're right. You're absolutely right. This is absolutely that. Uh, so, did, did you find getting into meditative practices to be a challenge? Like what, what avenues, I mean, no, not that this is going to no. be like a sub podcast about meditation, but I find it very interesting <laughs> because especially with the rigors of being in a working band and, and in the road, I think it's, it's, I've heard people's, uh, a bunch of people's different paths into that. And I'd be interested mm-hmm. in, to know. No, I, I, yeah, no, I found it that I had a vision when I was about 18, 19 and I saw, uh, uh, um, feathers coming down from the ceiling just uh, just uh, clouds and clouds of white feathers coming down from the ceiling all around me and that made me just go okay I, I something's going on here and um, I picked up a book on meditation and I started meditating there and I remember sitting um, sitting on a ledge outside my room actually where the Daisy Chainsaw video for Love Your Money was filmed that was Crispin and I lived in that house 
and I was sitting out on a ledge and uh, meditating on a tree. Uh, this this is very urban, but there was a tree in in the distance, and I saw that turn into a spiral. And this isn't without uh, out, this is without any help. Um, <laughs> this is this was unaided <laughs> by uh, unaided any other is the right word. Yeah, it's, una- it's an important dis- it's important clarification. <laughs> yeah, it I is think important, it's important to make that distinction. Yeah, the, and the feathers <laughs> are absolutely unaided. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, that, but that took me, you know, that began began uh, that that road for me, and took took. I, I've always meditated throughout Queen Adrena. I didn't meditate very much. I sort of fell off the fell off the path, if you like, and meditated through red wine, and uh, you know, blasting my brains out on stage, and um, uh, and using the sort of all the terror hand in hand that that went along with that, which sort of creates a switch for me, a trip trips me into an altered state, really on. Uh, on stage um and uh but i've meditated on and off i'm really uh my whole since then since i was 18 and then um the last couple of years i've really meditated really intently and that's what led to the writing of this record because what i would do is meditate for an hour and then before my brain realized who i was i would write stream of consciousness Mm, mm. and um leave them i just write it into a screen you know like because i find there's a good disconnect between the fit if i can touch type so i can touch type fast without my mind necessarily engaged or not as engaged uh so it's almost it's almost automatic writing um and and then i leave all that for three months at least i do it every day and um and then i have then comes to time for right you know improvising and i have all the pages printed out around me and i can then just let the words pick me from those pages and they sort of those are what came together in in the songs for this liar flower record and and that's the most successfully that i've done that that kind of writing throughout my whole life um getting that much of a removal of me in the process if you see what i mean yeah no absolutely and and that's interesting because that's actually where i was going to go next anyway with it was how because some of the some of the, the the lyrical matter just with what's placed with uh you know what comes before and after you know it's very interesting and very evocative and i was curious as to the process of it so is it is it you know a, a phrase by phrase situation like how how do you put together how do you put together one of the songs based on what comes out of these uh you know <laughs> Not quite automatic writing sessions, but you know, as, yeah. as, as, as sublimation of, yeah. of, the, of the ego uh, yes, getting into uh, the yes, creativity right. uh, yeah. uh, river, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's where it, that, that's where the improvisation comes in because I got the sheets of paper mm-hmm. lay, lay, laying all around me, and um, as I said, I let it pick me. So, well, well, my you know, whatever my eyes fall upon. Um, I will take that, and then if you if you are improvising for an hour and a half or whatever, it's gonna it thing you uh, it, it uh, the things that stick. You know, if you listen to that whole hour and a half, it's it's obvious, there's lots of other junk going on around it, but there's, <laughs> it, it becomes sure. obvious where it yeah. coalesces and where the where the where you sort of hit that point of of us both 
finding that 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 um, no self bit together, and uh, you know that's that's uh, that's uh, that's the stuff I've been looking for my whole life, and um, you know it's what we all look for in any mm-hmm, sort yeah, of course. endeavor. I think um, I just I think it's worth t- telling people that method because I think um, uh, I, I'm sure I'm not alone in, in it, but I but through years and years of working away at that kind of thing i have found that really works but you do need that you need meditation you know it really works i could say that in 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 speech quote, uh, quotation marks or whatever it, it works for <laughs> well, me, well sure yeah I'm with normal caveats yeah of course yeah <laughs> it's not universal is it and and you know uh, who, who am i to say i just you know we managed to sort of gratify ourselves no, no. to a degree so we're not dictating you know. the audio how-to book here it's, it's just uh, <laughs> i think i was trying to for a moment no no it's good I, I i quite enjoyed it uh so the and the only the corollary i can think of uh with that is actually not a musical one but uh you know like william s burroughs like when he would uh do like he would mix the cut up method where he would just cut up like weird you know uh, b c grade crime novels and then like mm, add his own it. stuff in between like fin- finished stories that didn't have beginnings things along those lines yeah. and he did yeah. it for the same thing as, as as a sublimation of ego to just try to get something interesting out of to, to bizarre and cool results sometimes yeah 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 absolutely that's it that's exactly it and at this point if i write from my front front brain oh my goodness i yeah i'll <laughs> bore myself senseless let alone anyone else yeah and you know and i have to look back on a lot of work and i i can go oh oh god you know because i was right. really taken as well in the idea uh, in um queen adrena was that just because i felt it that's what made it good it, it's just because I felt it that that sort of justified it. But actually, when you know, I'm not sure it can, uh, you know, for me anyway, not really uh, stand the test of time. That I just because I feel it, um, you know, there needs to be something else in there as do, well. Do you feel like it kind of sticks it to a specific moment in time? Uh, well, that? it might be a bit of a crap moment in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I'm just like, oh, good. Oh, well, at least I documented that and gave it yeah. to the world. Got yeah. that down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you, can you speak to me a little bit about how you came to play the auto harp? That's a very interesting instrument and an underutilized yeah. one. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm so. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's that's the other thing. You know, I've done all this really without being a musician um, my whole life, um, and uh, always felt kind of uh, a bit ashamed about that. Um, it's like I never quite had the the uh, sort of uh, I don't know the the, the um, maybe I was just lazy or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, or, or not willing to sort of take responsibility, kind of always mirroring other people um, rather than um, take you know take responsibility for the for for what it for the pro, you know for the process or for making music really ultimately I suppose um, yeah so um, well I did my record on my own which was Lalashwari lullabies mm-hmm. in a, in, in a um, in a glass wilderness and that was all wrote, written on uh broken bits of 
you know plastic things found in junk shops not not uh, and an old and a drum uh drum drum uh, pe- uh yeah i think a crappy drum machine and just threw some effects and things like that and i you know really pleased myself oh, and saved my own life whilst uh, coming home from you know at four in the morning from queen adrena and uh going into my little uh, bed sort of whatever and making those recordings um so i was that i no, i knew i could do it but i i didn't anyway sorry to go back to your question many years ago chris actually bought me the auto harp and i looked at it and uh, you know i wept there was my instrument and i right, just right, but right. i couldn't play it i i sort of touched it and i didn't like the sound of it and i it's just too much responsibility or something um and i really yeah so it, it came with us around the world it's a beautiful looking thing it's uh pinned the they really are it's, the it's wall of fascinating yeah. instrument it's it's uh, oh it's so beautiful yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd never, never. Actually, I think I w- wrote one song on that uh, while we were sailing around the world. But I couldn't find how to make it sound. I found it just too um, sort of a dang, 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 dang. It just was a really. I just didn't. <laughs> the tone of it was really harsh. Yeah. And um, and it's just just in the last couple of years where I just started playing with without a pick just playing it with my you know the soft of my thumb side of my thumb without my nail and it and then i just i just like the sound of it and of course it's um once once i'd found that it's incredibly easy to play because uh you just have to press the buttons and and it uh and uh strike the strings and it plays the chords and so it's yeah it's really it's become my instrument and uh, it's given me a couple of songs that I really, really, well, of like four or five songs actually that I was really, you know, I've been really um, sort of uh, happy, ha- uh, happy with, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the auto harp. Yeah, I mean, I don't, it's it's, I mean, it's a beautiful instrument. It's just it's not one that really uh you hear a lot of folks do stuff with like there's a few there's a few examples i can think of but it's they're kind of few and far between and it's a it's a very it's a very interesting I think the, instrument the, yeah it is a very interesting instrument but i think um most people play it upright with and strike it with a pick or with um with mm-hmm. nails yeah so that you do hear about i think you hear it a lot in sort of folk folk music and stuff i, I believe oh, oh yeah good or, point maybe just yeah no. or in bluegrass <laughs> and stuff but just to sort of sit it on the lap and then just and and brush the strings with thumb i don't i don't, I don't know maybe people do do that i'm sure they i'm sure they do i can't be you know so that's um been around for probably thousands or hundreds of years yeah i was gonna least. say I'm, I'm, i guess mm-hmm. i'm speaking to my personal area of of, <laughs> of interest when yeah. i go oh, it's such a rare yeah. instrument oh, well maybe, yeah maybe well it is in that. our world isn't yeah. it yeah <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, I, yeah, I've fallen in love with that, and it's really, um, you know, I can sit down and um, play songs on my own, really, for the first time in my mm-hmm. life. And I'm, you that's know, wonderful. I'm. Well, that, I, that has I, to I'm, be cathartic, too. That has to be something that's 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 ah, yes. It makes well, it does make me feel a little less. Um, I was going to say, I, yeah, I always feel like I always I feel a little bit more realized. I always felt mm-hmm. like I had sort of to um, 
I felt um, like I had to sort of keep that secret, you know, that I can't play an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> so now well, I can pretend a bit, you know. Well, sure, um, but I mean, it's it's also it's 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 not like you're, you know, sitting there trying to get away with playing the triangle in, in the brass band. I mean, it's it's you, <laughs> you've got a very powerful. No, I, 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 I kind of am, but you know, but I've got but I've got access to that other thing, you know. So. <laughs> So while I was, you know, I couldn't play, couldn't play anything, but I could find this thing that could kind of play me, which, uh, so, you know, I kind of brought them together at this, this stage in the game. I, I will admit that that's quite exciting for me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And, and, and the, the results speak for themselves. It's very beautiful. Thank you. Thanks. Talk to me about live performance. Mm. And your relationship with live performance, because I think mm. that uh, you're a very powerful performer, and that has manifested itself in different ways over the years and in different presentations. Where where do you have to go mentally and emotionally? Is it the same sort of sublimation of self to do that, or are you very keenly aware of what's happening? Uh, you know, it, it's. I can talk you through the process if you want to hear it. I would it's very, love to. Yes, please. Okay, it's it's it, it's and I do. I I, I think it. Um, it's sort of gone. This has been right the way through. There's the there's the first thing anyway. Is that I'm utterly terrified of that, of of that thing. And I think my personality is absolutely very not suited to doing it. So there's that that huge con. There's that huge conflict. At, at the core so I'm sort of you know I've got my foot on the accelerator and on and on the brake at the same time and on the handbrake so there's a huge conflict there that sort of creates a, um, a combustion and explosion um, and uh, and and I found that very quick I, well, I was, you know, aware of that from the first time I walked on stage that happened so or, or as an adult a so-called adult, anyway. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, with, with asterisks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's just funny because I've had to look back down the timeline recently and uh, there's one thing I can remember from from primary school. And again, I've got none of the surrounding memories, but I have this one memory in full bloom. And for some reason, at six years old, I had to say that on stage dressed as a lamb. And actually, I didn't have to say it. I had to sing it. And... <laughs> Wow. If, now I look at that. Those lines, they almost they sum up my whole career. <laughs> I think the whole thing just sprung out of that. It's just it. Um, so so I, 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 I can I'm sorry. Can you can you can you go over that again? Because that was pretty heavy. I want to make sure I get all. Of okay. It. Yes. I I just don't know why or how. At six years old, I was singing those lines in a school play. Yeah, yeah. With other six-year-olds. Okay, okay. So it's like, I'm going to sing it, and I'm going to try and sing Please. it. It went like this. It went, um, Woe is me, oh how tragic, oh what a fearful fate. The flowering bloom of Athens has been cut down in full bloom. So I had to sing that at six years old. Wow, that's 
they? I mean, that's beautiful, but that's nuts. I mean, <laughs> but it's so weird. And I, I, because I remembered that, I actually googled all those words and just thought, well, what, what's that come from? And there's nothing out there. I, I couldn't find anything. I was going to say, did, that, was was that written by by who? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is I was dressed as a lamb and I was singing that solo at six years fantastic. old. Fantastic. And, and that's all I remember. I've got nothing, nothing else, nothing. Um, so anyway, yeah, I think that that really sort of is the summation. So, you know, and then, you know, flowers just kept cropping up for, for the rest of my... Uh, it's a repeated all- theme, as, as they say. Yeah, it is yeah. a repeat- <laughs> repeated theme. Um, so... So I have that 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 uh, foot on the accelerator and the brake at the same time thing, but I've and I've always gone, you know, into I've always closed the door for an hour before I go on stage and I, it's it's I just I growl and I pray and I and I run through all the voices and I always have done and. And I make sure they're all there because there's about five of them, and and I talk to them all, and I do I do you know I, I pray to my praying thing, whatever that is. It's obviously it's non it has it's not a religion for anyone else. Right. It's not a religion, um, and uh, and I I uh, I ask for you know. And I ask for annihilation of self, and I ask for protection, and I, and uh, all those things, and uh, I, I go and do the, I go and do that to, you know, sometimes really well, and sometimes appallingly badly, and everything in between. Um, <laughs> I'm sure um, that's come on. That's yeah, not, no, it is. It is. <laughs> but you know, that's the thing. Because if it's going really, really badly, then you go really badly. You go, mm-hmm. you go into that. <laughs> so it's always just being that. I think again, that's probably why there's no memory because it's always just trying to be absolutely that thing in that moment. Yeah. And and if it and you know when you're getting distracted and going, oh, this is wrong. It's all wrong. It's all wrong. You go into it. It's all wrong. It's all wrong. You become the. It's all wrong. And 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 mm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, I see. So it sort of informs the entire thing yeah okay yeah, yeah well it's just to to be to be there i suppose and i i, I don't know i i don't know maybe none of that makes sense but but it's just a way you know i don't know what else to do with my life quite honestly i you know i'm sure i could use it more <laughs> effectively but you know we make up our own stories and you know we find our own ways through this extraordinary thing of being on a tiny marble in in infinity with no real answers to anything and um and uh you know if we're lucky we have some love in our lives and we are very fortunate if we have that and uh and that that's it really um it's a um it's to just be that exposed and that naked to to that really Mm. so if and, and I want to thank you for spending so much time with me. This is this has been a delight. No, I thank really no. appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> thank you, and thank you for the such you know. Inf- thank you for your interest, and um, yeah, I really do appreciate it. So, if you were to be able to get across something with the with the Liar Flower record for folks mm. to engage with, 
uh, what what would be what you would want to communicate about the record and and what you guys did with it to kind of get across what what it is? Goodness, I don't know what I can say about this. Um, oh. Not like an elevator pitch or anything, but just yeah, <laughs> you, I, you know, just just the if someone were to have like you know if you think of you know liner notes and whatnot like just like you know something to something to tag along with the record that uh you know might be a something that can help people understand it or oh well i I can't understand it for a start so i'm not (laughs) so i think we'll have to just sort of be that honest um i'm you know i um I keep showing up at the market with my little stall and going, you know, here, here, here's this one, you know, come yeah. buy my record. Um, uh, I can't, like, you know, I've got no idea what it's about. Uh, but, you know, um, it, I mean, it does, like, uh, as, I, as I mentioned earlier, from my perspective, it is very exultant and uh, cathartic. And that's something that I think is. You know, I, I necessarily know if it's surprising, but it, it was, uh, you know, it's something that was immediately noticeable for me as, as a fan of your work. Uh, yeah, so I'm so pleased about that. I'm so pleased to have been able to make, a, you know, something that we can put that, say, as exultant. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I am, yeah. Um but more than that, I, I don't know what I can add to that. You know, about, it's not about your job, just, so don't, you don't need to. <laughs> it's more just curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> We're just, you know, I just always, it, to me, it's like all conversation is really just uh, seagulls squawking at each other. We're just saying, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, and I'm here too, and I see you, and I see you, and I, you know, and that's really, and I, you know, I see me, and, and, and that's all. And I'm here too, you know, and that's that's really it. I mean, we're birds on a wire, really, aren't we? And that's mm. um, um, we're just having a chat, really, and we're we're sharing the same same apparently the same epoch, and you know, all the molecules are jiggling around, and some are getting more excited than others, and it's all, you know, we think it's crazy out there, but it always was, you know. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Share the same space for a minute or two. Yeah, and I'm happy to. I'm really happy to share the same space with you for a minute or two. So and that's the, it. Really. Yeah. So the the last thing I I, I I it's the only can question I ever ask folks. Uh, and again, I want to be uh, very very clear that I really appreciate your time and, and you doing this, and it's been a delight. Yeah. Uh, me la- too. Last question that I that I ask folks, and it's uh, you can interpret it however you want, but uh, uh, why do you do what you do? Yeah. Well. It made me. (laughs) (laughs) It made me do it. You know, something animated in me. You know, it did. It made me do it. And, uh, you know, if it made me do something else, I would have done that. But it made me do this. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm... My God, I'm quite grateful for that. And I'm certainly grateful that anybody turns up. Yeah, but it made me do it. I, I, that's that's it. Well, we're very glad <laughs> that it made you do it because yeah, uh, you you've come up with a quite a bit of fascinating and, and wonderful art, and we're happy to have it in our oh. lives. 
<laughs> You're so, so terribly sweet. And thank you so much. I really, really in, in, enjoyed this conversation. I really have. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, Katie Jane. So nice to talk to you, Ken. So nice to talk to you as well. Please yeah. uh, stay safe. Take care. You as well. Thanks so much. Okay. I'll see you soon. Okay. okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. There she is. I'm sorry. There she goes. KJ and Garside. Uh, awesome. That's that was cool. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Hope you enjoyed that as well. Let's play one of those Liar Flower songs. If you are looking for this record, it just came out. It's Liar, comma, Flower. And, uh, hold on a second. The album is called Geiger Counter. Geiger Counter. G-I-E-G-E-R. Geiger Counter. And it's new. It's very new. So I'll be back in a little bit with how to go get that. Let's hear another one of those tunes, though. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm all out of sorts here. Katie Jane Garside. She's rad. Okay, let's do... Let's do this one. This is Even Through the Darkest Clouds.
This is The Little Brown Shoe.
That was Queen Adrena with I Adore You. And before that, we had Liar, Flower, Little Brown Shoe. Little Brown Shoe is off of the uh, brand new Geiger Counter record that uh, you can you can get right now. It's, it was just released. Highly recommended. Can you hear me now? <laughs> it's, uh, it's cool. Uh, I've, I've been digging that a lot. And of course, that was none other than uh, Kate and really pleased to have her on the show. Yeah! We there we going? go. If you want to find out more Is this thing on? about Cajun Garside, uh, sleeplikewolves.kdjanegarside.com There's some uh, some information there. Can, uh, it's, it's like a blog. Get a little snippets. <laughs> Here there. Liar flowers, liar, comma, flower. Yeah. As we come to the close of our broadcast day. The name of the show is Conan Neutron's Protonic Universal. Airs on Radio Nope. RadioNope.com. my farewell transmission. Say yes to Nope. Signing off. Patreon.com for the archives. All ships at sea. Patreon.com slash Protonic Reversal. If Anyone you within the sound of my voice. want to get the episode sooner. I've got 50,000 watts of power. If you like shows like these, don't keep the secret. Let people know. Uh, share it around. Ionize the air. No ads, no sponsors, no kidding. This what else? Microphone turns sound. Listen to Liar Flower. Electricity. It's good. Can you hear me now? Stay safe. Out on Route 128. Dark and lonely. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?
Welcome to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the, it's the end of radio. The last announcer plays the last record. The last what? Leaves the transmitter. Circles the globe in search of a listener. Can you hear me now? Broadcasting if there's no one there to receive. It's the end of radio. As we come to the close of our broadcast day.
Hallo können.